Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Have you got a moment? I want you to take a look at the book with me. We have the unique opportunity through this podcast to allow you to hear a portion of a series I have entitled A Middle East News Update. It's basically looking at the last book in the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. We talk about the messenger and the message of Malachi, two brothers, two states, two temples, and two witnesses. Now today, we're going to be talking about two brothers. How do they play into end-time prophecy? Those two brothers would be Jacob and Esau. We're going to take a moment to listen to our study, and then I'll come back and tell you how you can have your own copy of Malachi, a Middle East news update. That's the five-part, five-hour series on the book of Malachi. Let's listen right now, and then I'll come back and talk to you a bit more. Now, just remember, when, when uh, Esau came out, he was firstborn but barely by a body link because Jacob had his hand on his heel. And so he wasn't that much firstborn. Not even a couple of seconds, not a couple of minutes. He was simply a almost body link firstborn with Jacob holding on to his heel. He comes out, but he is qualified as firstborn to receive the birthright, to receive the blessing from his father. And you know the story. I don't have to rehearse it for you, basically. I'll just touch base just for a moment with it. Uh, when they are in their late teens, early 20s, they're out working in the field. And along comes Jacob, and he has a, a, a beautiful lunch that his mother's probably prepared for him. And they have a debate about whether he should share that lunch with Esau, who is really doing all the work. Jacob is kind of the and he kind of hangs around and uh, runs around hanging onto his mother's apron strings and doing whatever mama wants him to do. And he's the chosen of his mama and, and basically Esau is the chosen of his daddy. And so that little battle is already going on. So Jacob has this beautiful lunch and he makes a deal with Esau. You give me that birthright, I'll give you this lunch. Well, Esau's starving to death, so he makes the deal. You know, what the deal I've got for you. So he makes the deal. You know how Jacob is going to ultimately become the head of the Jewish peoples and the father of the Jewish people. So that happens. Now, so he loses his birthright. And then we see that that's not going to be the end. Because there's going to be the time when his father Isaac is at death's door. And indeed the time for the pronouncement of the blessing. And so Isaac calls for his firstborn, Esau, to come in and said, look, I love venison stew. You know I love venison stew. One of the reasons that you're my favorite is you love venison stew as well. You can make it so well. You're a great hunter. Go kill me a deer. Make me some venison stew. Bring it to me. I'll pronounce the blessing upon you. So Esau takes off for the field to find a deer, to kill the deer, dress the deer, make the venison stew. Meanwhile, Rebecca hears about what's going on. She goes and gets Jacob. She said, I got an idea. All we need to do is dress you up like your brother Esau. And look, that venison stew, I taught Esau how to make venison stew. I've got a bunch in the freezer. We'll take it out, put it in the microwave. I'll make up a bunch for you, Daddy. Don't worry about it. You'll get the blessing. Well, all of that takes place. And uh, Esau comes in just after Jacob had received the blessing, having deceived his father, letting his father Isaac think that it was Esau getting the blessing. It wasn't. It was Jacob. Jacob departs, Esau comes in, and Esau says, I'm here for the blessing. And Isaac says, well, I just gave you the blessing, son. He said, no, Dad, I, I wasn't here. Uh, by the way, I'm using the phrase daddy. That's what they called him, Abba. 
That's Hebrew for daddy. And he says, Daddy, I was just here. I mean, I just got here. And, I, and he said, no. He said, that conniving little deceiving brother of yours, he got the blessing from me. And Esau said, I want to go to chapter 27 of Genesis. I want a blessing. I want a blessing. Actually, through a temper tantrum. Verse 37, and Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy Lord, and all thy brethren have I given to him for servants. Oh, man, now he really gets upset. Verse 38, and Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice, and he wept. And Isaac his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the land. Verse 40, and thy sword... By thy sword shall thy live, and thou shalt serve thy brother. It shall come to pass when you shall have the dominion that thou shalt break his yoke from off of thy neck. And so he's telling him he's going to have to serve his brother. He's given all of the servants to his brother. He's going to live by the sword, and he's going to shed, another prophet tells us, the blood of his brother. One of the reasons he's going to receive eternal judgment. Eternal judgment. Forever judgment. Olam judgment. Verse 41, And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherein his father had blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of the morning from my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. I just am filling in some of the points of the story because you remember then Rebekah decided that uh, she had better send her youngest son up to be with her brother. And he leaves for what we know as modern-day Turkey, Iran. He goes up there, finds a couple of beautiful wives, well, one beautiful wife and another wife. <laughs> and they come back after his daddy-in-law gives him a bunch of spotty cows, and they make their way back into Israel. On the way into Israel, he comes down the Jordan Valley, slips over on the Jabbok River into the east side of the Jordan River. And there he has a wrestling match with Jesus Christ all night, 32nd chapter of the book of Genesis, has his name changed from Jacob to Israel. Now go to the 36th chapter. 36th chapter, there's so much else in here in Genesis we could look at. I'm just quickly trying to hit the mountain peaks for you. In chapter 36 now, we find out that here Esau is going to have his name changed as well. Now these are the generations of Esau who is Edom. And so when you read about Esau or Edom, those are synonymous terms. The Edomites would be the descendants of Esau. And it's laid out here who they are. And it talks about the sons, verse 5, the sons of Esau, which were born unto him in the land of Canaan. Isn't that interesting? Canaan, modern-day Israel, is where all the sons of Esau were born. Eleven of the twelve sons of Jacob, who would become the twelve tribes of Israel, were born outside of Israel. Were born up in Turkey. Only one, Benjamin, was born next to Bethlehem. And his mother, Rachel, died in childbirth at that time. Interesting how God's work. See, here it is. Sovereign selection again. Choosing the younger over the older. Choosing those who were born outside the land to make them the leaders of the tribes of this nation in the piece of real estate that he's going to take Esau, the firstborn, and move him out of. It says in chapter 37, verse 1, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. He's going to stay in Israel. 
Why do they have to separate? Look back in chapter 36, verse 7. For their riches were more than that they might dwell together in the land wherein they were strangers could not bear them because of their cattle. Thus dwelt Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. He goes to Mount Seir. Now, biblical geography helps us to understand where he actually went to. There are five mountain ranges down the Jordan Valley, extending from the north where Mount Hermon is located. That is a mountain range. It's not only one mountain, though it's the highest mountain peak, 9,300 feet above sea level, but it's a mountain range. And then you come next to the Golan Heights as you go south. The word Golan is used in the Bible four times, or Bashan, which is the other name for Golan synonymous terms. And God gave that to the children of Israel, to the half-tribe of Manasseh, 3,500 years ago. So that's the Golan Heights. The third mountain range, as you continue to come south, the mountains of Gilead. And that is an area that was given to one of the tribes of Israel. Remember, two and a half tribes wanted to stay on the east side of the Jordan River. When Moses, excuse me, when Joshua, after Moses' death, Joshua took him into the promised land. Moses said, that's all right, you can do that. You must enter the land, help fight the battles, then you can come back to the east side of the Jordan River. So the half-tribe of Manasseh goes to the Golan Heights, and then the tribe of Gad takes over Gilead. And then you come down south continually, and then there's the mountains of Moab. That's where Nebo is. That's where Moses looked over to the promised land. After he did that, he died and was buried in the plains of Moab. That was given to the tribe of Reuben. And then the lowest portion of mountains and those five mountain ranges coming south, extending from Mount Hermon to the north all the way to the Red Sea, would be the mountains of Mount Seir. Oh, that's what they were before Esau moved there. When he moved there, God, in his word, changed that area to Edom. So they would be the mountains of Edom. And they extend basically from the southern end of the Dead Sea all the way to the Red Sea. Very interesting location there called Petra. And we'll see how that plays into the life of Esau in just a moment. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us today. Malachi, a Middle East news update, is what we have been studying. And we've been talking about the two brothers that God told their mother would become peoples in the end times and play a key role just prior to the return of Jesus Christ. Well, there's much more to study in this five-part, five-hour series, Malachi, a Middle East news update. Actually, it's like reading from the front page of the newspaper. You need to study this book, and you can have your own copy by calling our toll-free number or going to our website and making a purchase of Malachi, a Middle East news update. Our toll-free number is 877-674-3299. That's a toll-free number from all across America. Or you can go to our website and make your purchase that way. The address of our website, www.prophecytoday.com. This is Jimmy DeYoung thanking you for taking the time to take a look at the book with us. You know, Malachi, with his Middle East News update, written some 2,500 years ago, is like reading from the front page of the newspaper today, all evidence that Jesus Christ could be coming very soon. Remember, before he comes back to the earth, the rapture takes place, and we're caught up to be with him in the air. And that rapture actually could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, 
Except let's keep looking up until.